passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to Off the, uh, Blummel. What's the show called now? Uh, Blitz is here. Blitz is here. That's the new show. All right. Perfect. I, I believe it's just Blummel. I like Off the Rails with Blummel because I like to go off the rails. Yeah. So I, the Facebook name is The Blummel Show, mm-hmm. but the YouTube name is Off the Rails with Blummel. Oh. I uh, just, I don't know. That's okay. Whatever I, you, I like as long better. as you're tuning in, I don't care what you fucking call the show. It doesn't matter. Um, So welcome. Happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Uh, my gut can't handle another weekday, apparently. So mm-hmm. I need to, uh, I need to get out of here as soon as possible. Um, As far as the stomach condition is, is going right now, uh, yesterday was a nightmare. What yesterday was a nightmare. There have been a few close calls in my life. <laughs> But I had two close calls about four hours apart. Hmm. One of them admittedly was here. Remember when I asked Bubba to go to break? Yeah, because you had to pee. You had to pee out your butt. I pee out my asshole. But it wasn't <laughs> diarrhea at that point, so I, I thought I was okay. I was like, oh, I just have to go to the bathroom. That's fine. That yeah, happens. happens. People have to go to the bathroom. And the day before, I was constipated. Here's the fucked up part is I was impacted. Oh. So I just thought, oh. You had to shit your brains out. <laughs> I just thought I, I didn't shit for a day and it was just coming out. So I was like, okay, no, fine. we're good. So that happened yesterday morning around 7.15 or so. Well, I, I know exactly. We went to break at like 7.08 because I was looking at the clock like this. You guys were talking about some shit I did not care about. The fucking airplane seats. He's like, no, we'll do it now. But oh, I was that. like, no, go yeah. to break. He's like, he's like, you know what? He's like, we're going to go to break now. And then when we come back, we'll talk about his airplane seats. And then he loads the story. And he's like, yeah, we'll just talk about it now. I was like, yeah. So then finally, I just had to say something because I was about to run out of the room. Yeah. You see something, say something. Exactly. But um, so that was yesterday, and then and then I was fine, and then I was fine. I thought I, you know, I'd uh, I'd release the demons, and we're good to go. Well, we leave here around what twelve thirty or so, and um, maybe twelve, and I don't even have to go to the bathroom. Like it, there's not even a gurgle. Like I'm fine because I already I I already shitted, so I thought I was good for the day. Um, get in my car. And I'm going over the Howard Franklin. And about halfway through, I feel a little um a little gurgle. Mm-hmm. And about forty five seconds later, it 
is apparent to me that it is now an emergency. So um, I don't know about what what happens to you guys, but I know for me, the radio goes off. I don't want to listen to music. Music sounds bad. All of it. Even a song I like. I don't want to hear it. Um, posture gets real straight. Shut up, Grizz. I don't want to hear you. <laughs> um, 10 and 2 and lead foot. Yeah, I'm speeding like a motherfucker. The last thing you want is to get pulled over. Oh, it's all crossing your mind. You're like, I got to go fast, but not too fast. And then I almost stopped at Publix, but then I know sometimes during, you know, usually around like 12, 1 is usually when they're cleaning the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. So the last thing I need to do is get out of my car, waddle to the bathroom for it to be closed, and then I shit myself in public because we we're really fucking close. So then I was like, all right, well, if I'm going to shit myself, I'd rather just do it in my car and not in public. Okay. That's probably a bad look. So you start doing probably, all the- Yes, you, it's probably a bad look to <laughs> shit yourself in public. You start doing what I call shit math. Mm-hmm. You know, suddenly you're an analytics expert. You of know course. what I mean? Logistics. Yeah. You're like, all right, it's about, that is about a, we're about seven minutes out, this, that, and the other. Yeah. That light usually takes me about a minute or two. You just start doing all the math. All of a sudden you turn into fucking ways. Yep. I'm, I'm ways in my head. I'm like, I'm fucking focused. I don't want to look at my phone. Fo- you know, sometimes you're like texting, looking at your, nope, nothing. Straight on posture, 10 and 2. I'm sweating and I'm freezing. You know, I have a fever now. Apparently, you know, you're just, it's, it is the worst pain that I, I think a human can endure that everyone has experienced. Yeah. Not everyone has experienced childbirth. Not everyone has experienced a, passing a kidney stone. We can't right. all relate. But when you talk about uh, needing to shit and you're in your car and you start freaking out, yeah, everybody can relate to that pain. It is horrendous. And I feel like it's one of the only times in your life, if someone was like, I'll give you a million dollars if you can hold it for 20 minutes, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> just, f- I don't want the money. I just want, I'm in so much fucking pain right oh, now. A million bucks, man. Oof. I'd be holding uh, it. No, uh, no. Oh, I would have just shit I would myself. Do, I would do what the chat recommended. I put a tampon in my asshole. <laughs> I know. Th- several people, do you understand that <laughs> with enough force, it's it, the plug doesn't matter? <laughs> I can keep it in. With enough force, the plug doesn't matter. Do you understand that you can't use, like, a freaking plug when we're talking about a dam here? Do you understand? You can't use it as that. And that wouldn't alleviate any pain. That would probably just cause more pain. If I started to stimulate my anus while I really had to shit, I'd probably just shit on myself. Do you understand? That's 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 not a good strategy. So I make it to my home. And, you know, and I'm also having, like, nightmares of, like, Rachel's there and she's decided to work from home and she's in the bathroom. Like, all of these things. I yeah. just don't know. Because sometimes sometimes she works from home and most of the time she lets me know, but sometimes she doesn't. And I'll just come home and she's there or she'll have, like, a random day off or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just or she having. she had to come home to shit. Right. I'm like, maybe she's on her way home because she's having a shit attack, too. I don't know. So I make it home and. I I don't know about you guys, but I know after an ordeal like that where you're in severe pain for like at least five minutes, for me it was about 10 to 12. It felt like six hours, mm-hmm. but it was probably about 12 minutes of pain. Um, you feel like you've been to war. Like my face goes real white. I got to lay down. I'm like, 
I'm having anxiety for, of like leaving the bathroom because I don't want to be too far. I don't want to stray too far. Right. So I was like, fuck, that was that was horrible, you know? So I experienced it during the show, and then I experienced it on the way home. Um, and I thought I was done. I go, okay, I think I think we're good. Didn't feel great at the gym yesterday, and, and not in any sort of way, but I just felt like weak and dehydrated, if that makes sense, yeah. obviously. and uh, But I was fine. I ate, felt a little bit off, but by the time I went to bed, I was fine. I woke up, I was fine. Um Felt a little bloated this morning, but I'm like, I ate at like 6, 6.30, which is kind of late for me, so maybe that's it, whatever. Well, get on the old Howard Franklin again. and The old shit bridge. Yep, 5.45 in the morning, as soon as I get on the bridge, the gurgle comes, and I'm like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me right now. You gotta be shitting me. So now, now I'm doing shit math on the way out of work. Now I'm doing shit math on the way to work. I'm like, oh great. So I'm like, I'm gonna roll in about five fifty two. I'm like, just go to the, the bathroom. And it, and it, it was at that point where my stomach was hurting, but I didn't really have to go to the bathroom. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, you just you're like knew something's coming, but yeah, you got a while. So then I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh no, what if my stomach just hurts? And then as soon as the show starts is when I have to go to the bathroom. What if that happens? So then I start chugging my coffee to try to make myself want to shit, and it worked too well. Mm -hmm. It worked in like 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah. So it probably wasn't the coffee at all. But anyways, now I'm on the way to work. Now I'm going 100 on Howard. Now I'm driving like you, Hmm. like an absolute reckless asshole, just hauling ass into work. And I'm doing the math in my head. I'm like, all right, I got about uh, seven minutes. I got about, fi- I got about five minutes to go to the bathroom. But I know by the time I get to work, I'm I'm on the precipice. So hmm. it won't take long at all, um, which is exactly what happened. And it was so funny because the, the gate was open because Lummy had just come in. Right. And like Lummy says, usually I chill in my car, watch like a little Jordan Peterson video, maybe a minute video to kind of hype me up and get my head right for the day. Nope. I mean, I was Usain bolting my ass to the door faster than you could even imagine. Mm-hmm. Just bolted in, went to the bathroom, and then when Bubba was like, you know, you're late, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I got some news for you, buddy. <laughs> I might be running out here. Dude, and like, I could tell something was wrong because like, you were coming in and I was kind of like giving you a hug and stuff and you were like, just, you had your mindset on like, I need to get in the studio. Like, yeah, I, I didn't even really, I don't even remember seeing you. I was just like, I need to let Bubba know. Yeah. And then your face, like, you did, you came up, you came up to the bar area right here. Yeah. And like, peeked your f- head over and like, your face was different than like, wasn't like bubbly on it. It was no. like, there's an issue. It was it. PTSD. Yeah. 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 It was, I, I post traumatic <laughs> stress disorder from, said, from shitting. Just so you know, Bob, uh, if I leave during the show, I ain't quitting, I'm shitting. <laughs> I didn't want him to think that, like, I don't know. I just, like, I oh, got to sure, go. Sure. But, it, and then at first I was like, well, I don't know if I want to make content out of this. And then when I was on my way over here and the pain I experienced, I go, I don't care if it's content. Like, I need to let him know what's going on because this is a serious situation. I don't want to be in pain anymore. Well, waiting those, for the break. And those kind of days, unless he has, like, a big high spot plan to open the show. When you come in and give him that, he's like, yes, like, I know. I got something to talk about now. Right. Oh, he loved it. Which was like the first hour of the show. And then, yep. and then I, I don't know if it's just me, but um, I don't know if I'm different from other women, which I, maybe I am, but I love shit stories. Like 
I love highbrow stuff, mm-hmm. but a good shit story about you either shitting yourself or Madeira Beach or anything that's got to do with um, shit and you're and you weren't planning on it or whatever is always a good tale. You know, like when you said that you were on your way and you were contemplating like, oh, well, I'll just throw away my underwears yep. and like all that sort of stuff. I had it all written off. I was like, I this is this is the day I'm shitting. Like, this is it. Here yeah. it goes. I can't wait. Like, I, I'm I'm just done with this pain. Yeah. Screw it. Yeah. You you start. And like I said, I'm an atheist, but I was praying to God. Mm-hmm. Please. I, I haven't even been even when there's been like a lot of turbulence. I don't even pray to God. Right. But in that situation, I'm like. Please, if you're real, show yourself and let this light turn green. <laughs> Fuck me! It was horrible. And right now, it just, there's like a little bit of pain where it's like we could come back at any second. Yeah, but it might also go away. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And I am terrified to go home because guess which bridge I have to go over? The fucking Howard Franklin. Well, I'm glad you're driving that way and not to my place to <laughs> shit it up. Although it sounds like Awful. I might be installing a tushy this weekend. Yeah, I think you need to. So I, I did message my girlfriends Okay. Um, right before the show because I wanted- Before this show. For this show, yeah. the after show, because I wanted to use it as content. So I said, um, this is at 1039. I think we were already live at this point. I go, hey, bitches. So right now, I'm not sure if I can make it on the boat tomorrow. I've had a stomach bug for the last 24 hours and have had spontaneous bouts of diarrhea. Probably not the best for boating in a bikini. I'll keep you updated. Just wanted to let you know. So one of the girls responded saying, like, I hope you feel better. And then she messaged me personally. And she goes, uh, I don't want to scare you, but I've heard the new COVID strain is starting off like that. Oh, no. I'm like, how did COVID, COVID move COVID to my Rhea. asshole? You got COVID Rhea. <laughs> Wait, it went from like a respiratory thing to an ass thing? How did that happen? Is that even possible? Well, you know the worst part. So like I haven't shit today, but yeah. I'm feeling it now. I'm like, you can you know you can kind of feel like normal. But I'm yeah. like, if it goes from zero to hundred like quickly, <laughs> I'm gonna be so mad at me. Yeah, I was I was thinking that did cross my mind at the gym yesterday briefly. I go, is this like COVID? But I'm like, I'm not sneezing. I don't mm. feel feverish. Like there's no other symptoms. I don't even feel nauseous. It's just this. Right. So then I'm like, nah, it's just a stomach bug. I, like, I'm, I'm sure. Like I don't know what, but I'm sure it's something you ate that like. Maybe it wasn't bad, like wasn't all the way bad, but like just kind of like had an issue or like didn't yeah. sit with your body well. Right. It could have been, I don't know if I ate something like aged or I don't know. I was going through it, but it's like literally nothing different in my diet uh, yesterday, the day before at all. Yeah. I mean, but it could be like so. if you ate like a piece of vegetable that had like something on it, you know. You right. Don't, you exactly. Know. Exactly. You don't know. But, like it didn't really get you sick. It just your body was like, we got to get this out of here. It. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm thinking it is. That's what I'm hoping it is. But all I know is the thought of being on that boat tomorrow at 9 a.m. And for those that don't know, we were invited, some of my friends, two, mm-hmm. two couples to be uh, to be specific, invited us to come on a boat with them. It's not like a yacht or anything, but it's like a my, my, my one of my girlfriends is, um, what do you call a uh, rich. She's rich. <laughs> what do you call it? She's rich. Uh, her husband's rich, but she's rich by default. Yeah. And they joined a, a, I don't want to call it a yacht club, but it's It's like a boat club. club. Yeah, Yeah. a boat club. So you can go and rent a boat for an afternoon or Mm -hmm. a morning or something like that. And you have to do it like three, four weeks in advance. And I did know about this three or four weeks in advance and confirmed and like I was super stoked. I've got it written in my calendar at home. 
Same. And so um, we were excited about this and they invited us to come on the boat with them, which was cool. But I just the thought of being on a boat and Mm -hmm. I don't know what the bathroom situation is and I don't want to like stink up the bathroom and then other people have to use it. I think there's usually like a small one. I've been on boats that size and it's like it's literally like I didn't see the actual boat, so. Yeah, and me neither, and I'm assuming, and if there's not, then absolutely fucking not. I mean, most of those boats don't have anything. Okay, then absolutely fucking not. Like, there's just no way. The horror stories of, and again, when when Pedro, the pool guy, called in and was talking about, you know, I'm out at sea, shitting. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to be out at sea. I'm going to be in a river full of people. Like, I, I, my ass and my hey, face are going to be exposed. The only good thing, though, is the river already looks like it has shit all over it, <laughs> so it'll just blend in. Right. Yes, it's not, you know, clear blue waters, but I'm not really concerned about poisoning the river. I'm concerned about being, hey, that's I'm like, hey, shitting. Like, With like the brown stream yes. behind you. Yeah, exactly. And then I was thinking when Bubba was describing, you know, what you have to do, get submerge yourself in the water, have the boat go away. What if another boat tries to rescue me because they think I've like <laughs> over- yeah. went overboard. Right. I've got this bright orange life jacket on and they're like, we got you. I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm shitting. <laughs> hey, hey, Bob, she's waving that she needs help. Look at her. Okay, let's get closer. Don't worry, we're coming to save you. <laughs> no! Yeah. We're see, coming! See, she keeps no! waiting. Uh, oh, yeah, she needs help bad. She needs help bad. Let's hurry. Let's hurry. <laughs> oh, look, a brown shark is about to eat her. <laughs> Dude, no. Fucking there's poop, no. There's a poop shark circling her. <laughs> Oh, man, the fucking worst. That is the worst. So just the thought of that is, like, giving me anxiety. <laughs> Watch out for the poop shark. Yeah, and God forbid that we, we go out in, in the bay and start going along the Howard Franklin, because then I'm mm-hmm, done for. Mm-hmm. That fucking bridge is cursed. And it and it's, like, the <laughs> longest bridge ever already. So when you have to go, you're just like, oh, God. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's not that long. But well, yeah. when you have to go, it's it's pretty, oh, yeah. Might it's well pretty long. Fucking, yeah. Jesus, crazy. So maybe I have COVID of the asshole. I don't know how this went from a respiratory thing to a gut thing. But maybe, maybe that's how, uh, maybe I have COVID. I don't, I mean, I don't, mm. I really don't think so. I would not have come in if I had any now, other symptoms. Is but, the one that messaged you? Uh, the one that listens every now and then or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, I, I think I'm going to have to call the kibosh on that because if there's no bathroom on that boat, like it, that's not, no, Mm-mm, not happening, not happening for me. But um, if not, that's fine because we can sleep in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was planning on getting up early to, to run, which is probably going to be a nightmare in 90 degree weather with it being super humid, but. Well, I mean, if you're going to run tomorrow, <clears throat> earlier the better. Yeah, yeah. I, I was checking the times, but obviously everything changes and stuff. And there are bathrooms along the running path, so that's good. Yeah. They're not always super I don't, close, but they're there. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to go down. Um, on Sunday, I'm, I, we talked about it a little yesterday. I think we're going to uh, Lana's show. Mm-hmm. Side Splitters, I haven't seen a comedy show in a while. I think the last one I went to... It may have been Tim Dillon right before I got COVID. I hmm. actually think I had COVID at that show. Oh, good. Because I remember Bubba got sick. It was on April 7th. Bubba got sick. And then I knew that I was hosting on the 8th, which mm-hmm. was a Thursday. 
and then May uh, April 9th is when I when I got the coat when I got the vid okay. or at least when the symptoms started to arise. So it's been a while since I've been to a comedy show and it's going to be Lana Turner and opening for her is uh, Johnny B. Oh. Yeah. So that's that's really exciting. Johnny B, one of the uh, the few people I keep in contact with at the bone. <clears throat> Him and uh, Will, good people, have nothing to do with, you know, the cult of this, that. Just people. I like them yeah. as human beings, yeah. despite the fact that, you know, they work for the devil. They work for Satan himself. But that's okay. That's okay. Um, so I'm excited about that. The following weekend, I've tried to, I don't know if I've successfully. Uh, I wish you were shitting that weekend. Um, convince you to go to uh, Pride. Oh, I'm going to go. Now, have you been to St. Pete Pride before? No. Okay. I think you would remember if you did. Yeah, not St. Pete Pride. Me and Lummi went to Ebor. I remember. I remember the uh, the footage you took there. Yeah. And it seemed like it was very. I've um, been I've been to St. Pete, the downtown area, on like the weekend or like the weekends around Pride, where like they had all the the stuff. Yes. Out, but like not the parade or <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, not that. It, I remember last time the parade occurred. I did not know. And I was downtown with my friend, who is a woman, and she was wearing a power suit, and we mm-hmm. looked very gay was that together. A year ago? Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, my friend Caitlin. We decided to have a date, <clears throat> and I picked her up at her house, and her boyfriend was there, and uh, he's like, "You guys have fun." I'm like, "All right." And we went out, and I was wearing flannel, and she was wearing a power suit, and we fit in all too well. So that was fun. <clears throat> So that was a year ago. So now I'm intentionally going to Pride. I've never been to the parade because I don't like parades. But here's the but is we have a friend who lives somewhat close to downtown and they're having like a barbecue. So then we can kind of just go at our leisure and then um, leave and have like a a place to like a home base. Yeah. yeah. Same with Gasparilla. You don't want to go not knowing someone that doesn't live in the area and then you're fucked and you you know you have to wait 60 minutes to use the bathroom mm-hmm. and it's just annoying you got to have a home base so we have a home base i thought that'd be fun and i'll i'll bake a little something maybe make a video out of it and it should be a good time so i'm excited for that we'll see how that goes <clears throat> um but yeah i've never i've never been to pride in st pete i've never been to a pride parade at all and that's Hmm. Again, not anything to do with me liking or not liking uh, being you gay. You don't go to parades. I don't go to parades. Correct. I don't like massive crowds of people. Um, I've I've been in parades. I've done a lot of parades growing up with dance. We did a lot of uh, Disney parades, actually, at Disneyland, not Disney World. I'm from California. And those were always really fun. We would always do those around Christmas time. And you just, it's a great workout, by the way. You're just doing aerobics for like two miles straight and you walk and you wave. And like as a kid, it's really fun. I did like local city parades and stuff during Christmas. Those were always, always really fun because you want to be in the parade. I've never really been an audience member in a parade because it's just, you feel like a jobber because you're like, ah, get in bed. Like, I just like, you know, yeah. I want to be like, here, peasants, like, here's beads. Look at me. Or do what they start doing every now and then is they start doing this and end up doing this. Oh, right. Right. Yes. Overhanded face throws. Yeah. Like, it's fun to be in a parade. I don't ever want to, like, go to a parade. That just, see, that just seems jobber. Uh, Dark Match Steve did ask me a question in the chat, though. Yeah. 
he said, uh, Blitz, how are you going to feel seeing me uh, in a jock strap with a butt plug, a dog mask, and kale, cattail butt plug? Two butt plugs? I mean, I'm assuming it's just the one that has a oh. tail on it. Um, the wall, would you like to answer? I mean, that's what I, that's what I thought his like typical weekend was that. Right, right. And that's what, that's not, we're not going there to, because we're, you know, clutching our pearls. That's why we're going to the parade because we want to see that sort of shit. Hell yeah. And, um, you Let's know, we're trying to get. a picture and put it on Instagram. Exactly. Match, Steve. We're trying to get content for the show because other people want to see that as well. Now, I do have, um, not a bone to pick. I don't really care, but it, in regards to the people that uh, want to attend Pride, great. Mm-hmm. As an adult or even as a teenager, who cares? But the people that take their children to Pride, mm. um, it, you're not just helping them become open-minded adults. Right. You're not like showing them like, hey, you could have black friends and white friends and Asian friends. It's not like a right. kid-friendly environment. People think that, you know, bringing their children is kind of showing that we're making the next generation open and um, more accepting. I I think it's child abuse if you take your child and you see, you know, two guys sucking each other off in the middle of the road. Yeah, yeah, there's lots of that there, too. Which is fine, and I don't have a problem with that, but it's not a parade for children, I would also say that when I see people take their small children to music festivals, that also irks me because there's going to be people doing crazy stuff because they're on drugs. They're on all the drugs. And I know as someone who's taken drugs in the past and may take drugs in the future, although no more edibles, fuck that shit. I've done acid and it wasn't as bad as that bullshit. Take that away from me! Horrible. Horrible! Let's open them up. I never had an existential crisis on acid, but on that shit, yeah, don't let that fool you. Go ahead. Take one. Let me know how you're doing in six hours. Don't do it. Don't do it, Robert. But yes, don't. Watermelon flavor. Yeah. Don't, don't take the kids to pride. What are you doing? What what do you, what do you, what do you think you're going to see there? You're going to see, you know, uh, balls hanging out, thongs, titties. It's not a a place for kids, man. What are you doing? And and don't take your kid to music festivals. You know that you're going to see titties and dicks and shit too. And on top of people acting insane. Mom, why is that guy on his hands and knees licking the tree? It's like, well, how do you explain that as a parent? He's hungry. He's thirsty. No. He's on ketamine, motherfucker. Right. So just be mindful that it's fine for adults and even teenagers. I don't think it's a big deal, but don't take your fucking small kids. You don't need to see two guys fucking balls deep jacking each other off. It's ridiculous. But I am excited to attend uh, for myself. It should be fun. Um, Let's take a quick break and uh, we'll return uh, with the rest of the show. Huh? Huh? What? I like this song. Me too. We're back. We're back. Sorry. 
Um, I'm going to have to take a break in a few minutes. I tried... What did I try? Guacamole bites? I think those are from Scout and Big Gulp. They're I like them. I know you weren't a big fan. I was not. And I and I like guacamoles. I I liked that. It tasted very earthy. But like like avocados do have a very like earthy dirt taste to them. Right, but I guess you're when it's like a, a salty uh crunchy snack. It's from the nuts thing. What are they? It's just nuts. called nuts. Com. Nuts.com, which, by the way, thank you so much. Let's first say that. They sent gummy bears, nuts, sesame sticks, and these guacamole bites that I was very intrigued by. And I tried a couple and they were good, but then I felt a little percolation. Yeah. I In the tummy. Like, I can see how somebody would like them. Mm-hmm. I just was like, eh, too weird. Not for you. No. And I like weird stuff, but one of the things that I tried. That was the worst thing I ever tried, maybe in my life, I think was from you. You brought those to me, didn't you? You said, hey, I got these cacao nibs. <laughs> and uh, you're like, I don't really like them. And I'm like, you know, and he shows me this bag. And to me, it looks like just kind of a, like flakes of chocolate almost. I'm like, cacao, I know that's chocolate nibs, mm-hmm. little bits of chocolate. Fuck, so, so give you, it to me. So you read the bag. I read the bag. And it says what? What did it say? It's a perfect substitute for uh, chocolate oh, right. uh, uh, morsels or whatever. Yeah, and I think it's like a, uh, it's dairy-free or it's like vegan or th- there was some sort of like angle yeah. of why you this can was use like it. a long time ago. This was maybe a year and a half ago. Yeah, and I said, look, because I, I bought a two-pack of them. Bought two packs and they're expensive. They were yeah, like, what, were, 15 bucks a bag, 12 Something maybe? like that, yeah. And I was like, okay, here's the deal. I said, I didn't like these. I said, but you might uh, do what you want. And here's the thing about me and like the kind of bullshit that I like is I like a lot of things that are like kind of bird foody, seeds, nuts, bullshit like that. So I was thinking, okay, well, maybe it's me. Yeah. Because like online they had pretty good reviews. From who? I would, these people need a psychological evaluation. So I'll tell you in a minute. They had decent reviews online. I'm looking right now. Like this, this shit has like great reviews. The guacamole bites. No, 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 or no. The, the cacao, cacao nibs. nibs. Like okay. from the, like on nuts.com. I yeah. guess they have them. Target has them. Walmart, and they've got like great reviews across the board. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's me. I just didn't like them. I took one little bite, and I was like, Wah! terrible. But, but maybe so, Anna will like them. I'm like, listen, give those to me. I love cacao nibs. Mm-hmm. I've never had them before, but it just sounds like it's up my alley. It looked it looked bougie and organic. Yeah, they're like very nutritious. Sold. and you Yeah, know, uh, I'm like, that's right in my alley. I like great, bird foodie. A great chocolate alternative. Flaxseed, organic bullshit. Like, that's that's me. Mm-hmm. Chia seed all day, that's me. So yeah. I said, give that to me. And I took like a decent amount, not like a handful, but you know, a few of them, chucked them back. Took one like bite and what the actual fuck? That was the most <laughs> disgusting bullshit I've ever tried in my life. It tasted like asshole. But even like this review says they have a little bit bitter, but a chocolatey flavor. No. There's no chocolate no, flavor. Just straight bitterness. It was horrible. You know, and the crazy part is all these reviews I'm looking at, like they're from and they're from all over. They're like, oh, these are great, but you know, you gotta put them in this, you gotta do that. I'm like, I kind of wanna like bake with it or something i kind of want to buy like a different brand maybe like i don't know i gave him to uh my roommate i said hey um i have this bag i don't like these do you want them and she goes yeah absolutely and uh she took them this was like a year and a half ago and i'm like i just want to warn you i think they suck she goes no you got to bake with them 
guess mm. what? This bitch bought another bag of them. What? Yeah, like late, like a few months later, I saw cacao nibs, but it was like a different brand. Oh. So I'm like, oh, well, maybe you have to put it in shit. Like, have you ever had unsweetened cocoa powder? Like, it tastes like absolute it's asshole. Horrible, right. Yeah. So maybe it's the same kind of deal. It's just we didn't know because we thought that they were just straight like snacks. Okay. That you could eat as is, but maybe that's oh, not I mean, the case. They have great reviews online. They're like super healthy. They're blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But they were fucking disgusting. That was horrendous. But again, maybe we're ju- we were just doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a little bit concerned now because, again, to be in full disclosure, I, I think I've left the COVID train. Like, I'm done uh, researching COVID. I'm done listening, hearing mm-hmm. about it. No one even cares if you're vaccinated anymore. There's really no, like, big talk about new strains. It's like the last big one was, like, Mu, Delta, Omicron. Sorry, Omicron. And after that, I kind of just tuned it out. And now we're more concerned about gas prices, uh, jobs, Avenatti, whatever bullshit, Johnny Depp. That's kind of, like, where my brain has been at. So I've completely forgot that COVID is even a thing. Um, I am aware that a lot of people are are now getting COVID again. There's another uptick in cases. and But I haven't been following any of the, like, symptoms because they've all been about the same. Until my friend now is got me a little bit concerned that, in fact, this may be a symptom of the new yeah, strain. Yeah, I'm actually reading about that right can now. You, can you uh, inform briefly, myself briefly and the people? Briefly, it says... Uh, Upset stomach could be a hallmark sign of COVID-19. A recent study showed that people who test positive for COVID-19 have at least one gastrointestinal symptom, such as diarrhea. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. 
Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Area, belly pain, uh, 25% of gastrointestinal issues. So... That would make Welcome all of the sense. Welcome to the club. You got COVID-19 again. Maybe that's because that guy farted in my face during jujitsu. I mean. And I heard it and I smelt it. And I, I almost felt it. it we, I was very close to his butthole. Unfortunately, I didn't ask to be in that position, but it just so happened. I that guess I got to. trying to mount me. and his, some guy disappear now. Yeah. He, I, he farted in my face and I heard it and I smelt it. Um. And I was I wasn't happy about it, but I didn't think it was going to give me COVID. Call your doctor. It says no, no, I will not. Your I'm food, just going to your food. Your stomach troubles could be due to a GI bug or food poisoning. You should feel better within about forty eight hours. Okay, I'm. But it also could now be COVID. This is the. Uh... It what, could what, be a what more serious the, bacterial infection or an early sign of COVID nineteen. What? But what about the whole, you know, the coughing, the sneezing, the not nah. being able to, to smell? Nah. It was a respiratory situation. Nah. I have no problems. The respiratory situation is a hundred percent capacity. Here's the thing: if you have uh, what they call any symptoms or issues at all for anything whatsoever, it could be COVID nineteen. Okay. For any, if they're like, I got genital warts. They're like, it's COVID. I see, like, I see you scratching your face. That's co- oh, yeah, I got COVID. Yeah. I got a, a yeast infection. Oh, it's COVID. Mm-hmm. Nice. HPV, COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, again, I hope I don't. That sucks. I, I And I didn't know about this, so I wasn't trying to be an asshole because I know that's not the move. But usually stomach bugs, especially if you eat something, you can't really breathe it on somebody. So I, I thought I was good. And this is the only symptom I have. I don't have any fever. I don't have any, you know, none of that shit. It's just um, diarangus. So I'll keep you guys informed. Hopefully I'll uh, I'll be okay. I did kind of want to talk about this during the show because although I think it's kind of noble, I think it's more stupid. There's been a few people from the United States who have gone over to Ukraine to help them fight against the Russians. Okay. And now, I don't know if you've been following the story, but they think two Americans have now been captured by the Russians and are now being held as uh, prisoners of war. Okay. Um, and although you'd think my first thought would be, that's horrible, I feel so sorry for these people. In fact, my I, first reaction was, that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Well, to go that. over and fight somebody else's war, which they most likely will lose. Well, now here's my question: uh, Are they expecting us to go get them now? Um, I don't know. Because in that case, uh, I fuck you. Well, here's the situation with POWs. Most of the time, there's a trade or something. Like they want mm-hmm. you to release some of their prisoners or they want money or and the thing is i don't know if you know uh about this with us in russia is we're not on the best of terms right now what 
Uh, things are not exactly warm and friendly between Putin and Biden or Putin and the rest of the world. And I did see that there were some other foreign fighters that were captured as POWs and they were sentenced to mm, death. Okay. There was, I think it was like a, a British journalist and some guy from, it was Northern African country, Morocco, Tunisia, one of those. Okay. And there were three of them, and uh, they're going to be sentenced to death by firing squad, I believe. So right now we have two Americans. I don't know. They don't know the, what their whereabouts are, but no one has heard from them. And they went over there to fight in a, it was like a foreign, like made up of foreign soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, and although I did want to feel like sorry for them, and I do, and their families, I'm like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen. Uh, yeah, so I I do feel sorry for them, but also you decided to go over there. Yeah. Yeah, you, you decided to go over there and and you didn't go like with an organized group of of Americans in the sense that like it wasn't the military, our military. Our military. You like did your own, you went rogue and kind of like yeah. did your own thing. Yeah. Which is like admirable right. kind of, but also but also not because like you didn't feel compelled to go to Yemen or mm-hmm. to like Darfur or uh, you know all these other places that are, there's horrible things going on. Like you had no. It seems like because the media attached itself to this story, which is a huge story, and it's really fucking sad. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But there's tons of like there's the Uyghurs in China that are getting you know essentially going through a genocide, an yeah. ethnic cleansing, if you will, in northern China. There's the the, the crisis in Yemen, in many parts of the Middle East, um, Syria, uh, Saudi Arabia. Like there's all these things going on, but because the media has attached itself to the Russian Ukrainian crisis or conflict, that you feel like okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and and help you know, save these people or whatever. But uh, again, appreciate it. But what did you think was going to happen? Right. What did you think was going to happen? I was listening to, I know this is going to shock everybody, uh, Rogan yesterday. Um, Rogan. Yeah. Uh, Joe. Joe Rogan. Rogan. Yeah, in that case, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Dude, he had this guy on who is like, the. he's such a fucking badass. I've talked about him before. Tim Kennedy. He was in the UFC, or he did, like, MMA. I'm pretty sure he was in the UFC. And then he decided to join um, the military, He's and he's a Green Beret, which I think is the, the, it's like the Navy SEALs of the Army, right? Basically, yeah. It's like special ops, but Mm -hmm. the Army. Yep. And he said he'd done, I think, 20 deployments, and he was on Rogan talking about what happened when he went to Afghanistan during the, the pullout. And, dude, it was some crazy shit. He decided to go over there because because it was such a disorganized, sh- like, disheveled, chaotic situation. He um, was summoned by a few different people to go over there and help out. Um, and he kept saying, like, no, he didn't know what to do. He didn't know if it was a good idea. But then he had, like, a close friend say, hey, listen, we got this guy who's Afghani, but he's been working with the Americans for 20 years. He's a translator. And... He's on the Taliban hit list, and they've made it very clear what they're going to do to him and his family when they find him and what they're going to do to his wife in front of him before they kill him and what he's they're going to do to his kids before they kill him. And so Tim and, like, three other people decided, all right, let's, let's go. So they went to Afghanistan, and in 10 days, 
they pulled out and he said basically the Kabul airport i forgot what i forget what the name was but he said it was like a it was like almost like an embassy like if you could fi- if you could get into the airport you were going to get out okay yeah. but it was for all the people that couldn't get to the airport so um if if you were not able to get into the confines of the airport you were just like fair game for the Taliban to decimate so this guy, I think his name was like Aziz or something, the translator. They're like, we had to go and find these people who were like in and around Kabul and get them to the airport mm-hmm. so that we could fly them out. And I think they got equipment. It was like this insane. And again, had nothing to do with the U.S. military. It had to do with like veterans and stuff that were trying to get back into the uh, the the effort. But they said that they went to the UAE Yep. And the guy there, the the president of the UAE, gave them like a plane, and they he said, "Listen, if you can successfully land this, like they did a test drive, if you can successfully like, uh, you know, fly this and land it, I'll give you like another one or something." Hmm. And so they took all the planes and all the equipment from from the president of uh, the United Arab Emirates, and they went to Afghanistan, and they pulled out twelve thousand people. They nice. flew out twelve thousand people. He said that eleven, no. 11% of the people that were rescued from Afghanistan, they were responsible for. Hmm. Like, and it was just a group of, I think he said like eight to 12 guys. Like, it was a small fucking group of people. This guy's such a badass. He just like goes into cobbles, pulling people out. And within 10 days, they got 12,000 people out. Like, so fucking impressive. But he just said it was like the, the saddest thing that he had ever seen, the most desperate situation with like, and he was talking about, you know, how we all saw the babies going over the fences and stuff. He said that, it, you know, people were floating their babies like like a beach ball at a concert to the front so that they would hope that like a Marine or someone would pull the baby inside the the, mm-hmm. this, the whatever, the confines of safety. <clears throat> but he said if, the, if that didn't work, they were throwing their kids over like because they're like they were going to get killed by the Taliban. But he was saying on either side were like this. sort of like barbed wire Mm -hmm. so he said like kids were just fucking getting like caught on barbed wire and like it was fucking really crazy shit but look up uh it's rogan and tim kennedy and there's like a clip about him um the escape or the exit from afghanistan fucking crazy shit yeah and the uh, uae company now controls that airport and it's a is it a company that's controlled by the uae government Probably, probably okay yeah i mean i think the uae is pretty like it is and it isn't progressive. It seems like it's really progressive for, like, tourists. Like, a lot of people go to Dubai and stuff or Abu Dhabi. Um, but it seems like for the people that live there, maybe not so much. Because didn't we go over, like, places around the world with, like, Sharia law? Yeah, and I think yeah. that, like the, like, the UAE was pretty strict when it came to, like, attire and making sure that women's heads are covered and, and, and not drinking alcohol. And all that sort of shit. But um, I know a lot of people that have been to Dubai and a lot of people that have been to Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's a, a popular destination either to visit yeah. or like a um, like a stop off if you're on your way to, I don't know, India or something. It seems like a lot of people stop in Dubai. <clears throat> so anyways, um, cool stuff there. Definitely check it out. But any other plans for the weekend blitz that you want to share with the people? Not really. I guess that's pretty much it. That's all we have for you today. I am, like, seriously concerned about going over the Howard Franklin. Like, it's messing with my mind. Which is really funny because I'm not a religious person, right? And I feel like 
religion is often fraught with like superstitions in some sort of a way. Well, well right. Yeah, like mean, if you pray much. to this God, then there's no guarantees. But, you know, if you pray hard enough, you'll grandma will be cured from cancer, whatever. Right. And, and, if, I'm, it, and if it happens, then you kind of owe it back to right, know, believe for a while. Exactly. You're like, oh, because I found God, he spared me for whatever reason. Like, that's a sort of superstition, mm-hmm. I would think. And I'm not religious at all. I don't believe in God. But it's funny that even me, I'm like, oh, the Howard Franklin is a, uh, it's what, 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 it's um, not fixed, but what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Cursed. Cursed. Yes. It's cursed. So I am, I am pretty concerned about it but um hopefully it'll be okay i hope everybody else has a great weekend let's take a call before we go actually hello who's this hey this is troy from charleston what's up troy from charleston thanks for calling in and listening in not a not a problem um actually i just wanted to touch base on something you were talking about um tim kennedy yes you're familiar with him Absolutely. Okay. Uh, not only was he a Green Beret, he retired from the Green Berets. He was also an Army Ranger. Hmm. And once he left the Army, he retired from the Army and he went to be on a uh, mixed martial artist. Ended so he was in the Army first, of- then did MMA, and then is going back into the, went back into the military? Yeah, 283 about he, he went in as a Navy SEAL. So he's in oh, three shit. different special forces. Oh my god! I didn't know he was a seal. That's crazy. Yep. And did yeah, you hear about? Be... Did you hear about him going to Afghanistan to pull people out? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name of the operation. That the it was a private sector thing, like you talked yes, about. Yes, it was an NGO. Um, he said he yeah. worked with this woman whose husband was like severely injured in Afghanistan. He was a veteran, and she leads some sort of organization. And so he worked in conjunction with her and a bunch of other ex-military guys, and they went in and, and did this, like, special um, special ops thing and pulled people out. Yeah, it was it was strictly a bunch of retired, like, special forces mm-hmm. people, just uh, intermittent different branches and everything. But, yeah, I mean, it was definitely a huge humanitarian effort on their part. Like, yeah. They didn't have to go. They didn't, you know, they've already done their time. Yeah. And the interesting right. thing about Tim Kennedy, and I think that he's a little bit of an outlier and, and I could be wrong, but you know how, you know, many people can go to war. Some people come back fucked up from PTSD or, you know, forget about uh, physical injuries, but let's just talk about like m- mental damage. A lot of people oh, can come back absolutely. and and they're f- super fucked up and, and they kill themselves or they have mental problems. They end up homeless. Uh, obviously, those are the extreme cases. But Tim like again, I don't know him or anything, he, but he, he seems he to handle everything really well. <laughs> like he's like, he it was fucked up, veteran. man. Sorry, go ahead. Well, see, even in, even in the veteran community, like I'm, I myself was five years in the army. Okay, thank you for your service. I never saw combat. I'm not a combat veteran. I right. won't play that card. Okay, that's fair. But they, um, Tim's just one of those guys. You see him; it's like one out of every hundred that just can thrive in that kind of an environment. Exactly. It's like him and and Jocko. You know who that is? Was Willick, yeah. Willink, something yeah, like Willink. that? Yeah. Um. I feel like him, him and Tim are kind of uh cut from the same cloth in that way. And like you said, they go, they thrive. They can come back and they're like, man, it was fucking desperate. Like it was really bad. We saw people like well, all, with their hands the cut gym. off and shit. But anyways, you want to get a beer? You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's all about a disconnect. You have to yes. have that ability to switch certain parts of your brain right. off 
Yeah. To where you don't bring that kind of shit home. Yes. He he gives me like Rambo vibes a little bit. Like you said, he goes in there, and I couldn't have explained it better myself. He goes into a war situation, and he fucking throws. Like, that's where he feels at home. Like, I'm not even worried about his safety because, like, I know he'll be okay. I know that sounds weird because there's no guarantees, obviously. But it's just the way that he is and how much confidence he has in his abilities and the people he surrounds himself with. I'm like, of course he's going to be okay. He's fucking Tim Kennedy. I do, I do find it funny. I have to shout this out real quick. Yeah. Like, this is only my second time calling into the show. Yeah. The first the first time was, I don't even know if Blitz would remember it, but I think it was a little bit over a year ago I called in, and it was about Blitz talking about the uh, stress card BS that's going on in the military now. Oh, yeah, The stress yeah. card? Like, yep. people are... At basic, at basic training, yeah. they oh. issue a fucking card now that if the drill sergeants are getting on you too heavy, yep. you can pull out your card and they have to fucking back Stop. off. And oh, like the, the, the card staff would pull? Yeah, that's, that's how it got started, I think. <laughs> um, that's interesting. It's the I... biggest load of bullshit I've ever seen. Yep. And I mean, I'm... I'm, I guess what you would call a semi-new generation veteran. Okay. You know, I, I joined in 06. I'm only 30, or 33. You're th- you sound but, like you're 55. I know. Uh, I smoke too damn much. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, nah, it's the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard because it started coming out when I was at Fort Benning in 06 that they were doing it in, like, Fort Jackson in okay. the Carolinas. And, you know, Benning is the, what they call the home of the infantry. It's the If you're going 11 Bravo infantry in the Army, you're going to see Fort Benning. Okay. And right. it's just like we heard the rumors of it happening. And then obviously after I got done with AIT and basic and everything, we started hearing more and more. And it was just like, dude, if you can't handle fucking basic training, that, I can handle war. What are you going to do with a battle? Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> I did see I something want somebody like that in a foxhole next to me. Yeah, right. I did see something on Drudge. I think it was yesterday, the day before, about how that they um, they're deciding to maybe not do as much screaming. Like they said something about uh, like less screaming to motivate the the, the cadets or whatever their title are, is, um, and and more like coaching and encouraging. And I'm like, uh, I mean, that's that's cute, maybe in like a corporate environment, but maybe not in the military well, you where gotta, you kind of have to handle that stuff. Women basketball at high school level, sure, but right, <laughs> and, you know. And the sad thing is, I kind of get it because these kids have been fucking coddled their entire life, so they've never been yelled at. Yeah. So if they got yelled at, they wouldn't know how to fucking handle it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I feel like my generation, again, 33, was one of the last generations that kind of got the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like, we we might be technically considered, what do they call us, uh, millennials, but we're the exennials, I guess is what they call us. Yeah, and, and, and beyond just like the uh, the military and how our parents raised us, we were raised by boomers. But I think that... Oh, I got my ass kicked if I was a little ass Yeah, that, that as well. But also this, like... um right on the the precipice if you will of like the the technological explosion so like yeah. we're the last generation that remembers what it was like to live without a cell phone like i remember well, I not barely, having a cell phone and, you, and barely for you i was 14 and, and when i got my first phone and it was like a nokia you know but where you, you still play had snake. one oh, i had yeah, one at 14 but yeah i didn't even text on it it was literally the only time i used it was to call my mom to pick me up from track practice that was the only time i used the phone 
but there was no and you Facebook. Had to wait till nine o'clock to call your friends because right. that's three minutes worth. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't even use my cell phone to call my friends. Like I used my my parents' landline when I was in high school. But I I can remember what it was like to live without a cell phone, and 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 our yeah, generation but, was the last one. And you said you have it at fourteen though, so like you're that's barely still, there. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's yeah, pretty I mean, late. Was, was, Most kids 16. now have an eight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. And like, but and I remember like just, that was just because I was old enough to be roaming around the streets till the streetlights came on. Yeah, and, and, and I'm only five years older. I was. And five. And uh, what year like, were you born? It doesn't matter. Eighty-one. Uh, <laughs> Eighty-one, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just seven. Go ahead. But, like, nobody in my high school had cell phones. Like, zero. Mm -hmm. Like, you hid them because if you got caught with a cell phone, they would take it from you, and you would, like, have to have your parents have to come to school and get it back because the only kids that had, like, a cell phone or maybe a beeper were selling drugs. Period. Like, mm -hmm. you were a not. A beeper. Well, yeah. I know, but it just, that sounds so dated. I know. But, like, you guys at least kind of had phone, you know, but yeah, barely. It, right, right. It says, uh, oh, never mind. I, I thought this was the. It's the wrong article. Never mind. Oh, across uh, the military, basic training is changing with a focus on mentorship, not yelling. So that seems to be the new strategy. Right. Well, that's what the stress cards were all about, too. If you got yelled uh, at and didn't like it, you could tell them to be quiet. But th then there must be some sort of like underground sort of um, not policy, but sort of, uh, I don't know, a way of doing things where if you pulled that card, like people thought you were a pussy. You know, even though you could pull it, I can't imagine everybody pulling it. There's got to be some sort of system where other people are like, you can't fucking pull that, you little bitch. Like, otherwise, you just be pulling the card all the time. Yeah, but you got to think it's other kids of the same age that are like, yeah, yeah, that Julian Strider is being really mean to him. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. You still there, buddy? Oh, I didn't think so. Okay. Thank you for calling in. Um, hello, who's this? Hello? Yeah. What'd you do? I thought I, I am I hearing a voice? No. Uh hello, who's this? Welcome to hey, uh Blum Off the Rails. Trickney, what's up? Hey, what's up, Trickney? Hi. Um, I just wanted to congratulate you on surviving two years. Oh, so thank you. I thought you meant through like getting through the day without shitting my pants. But thank you, well, yes. I mean, that, that's kind of a given. But yes. um yeah, I know it was rough in the beginning, but here you are. I know. And you're doing great. Yeah, it wasn't and... that rough. Oh buddy. <laughs> You. I um, thought about I remember the every first day for three time months. I called in yeah. when you were there, and it was about circumcision. Yeah. And I was, uh, yeah. We and got off to I a rough start. talking shit about me <laughs> during Hot Mike, and I called back. I was like, yeah, hey. I know. Uh, I heard you call me a slut. Yeah, um, sorry about that. Um, we're friends okay. now, so it's all good. And usually I don't I recover from bad first impressions. Usually if <laughs> you have a bad first impression, I think most people are like this. You, you, you're pretty much fucked throughout the entire relationship or you don't even develop one at all but it, we, I, we turn things around and i believe you got the name trickney right around the same time too right i don't know somebody asked me the other day where how i got that name i was like bubba gave it to you no, lumby did i think it was lumby no i think it was i think it was bubba because he said something well, about lumby, having a trickney and then we yeah, just laughed 40 with a trickney and then yeah. like lumby said i wear a size 13 ring right, oh right. yeah uh, <laughs> i forgot how that all got started it was like a big combination deal it was with the yeah. deer in the pool i whatever i mean <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. God only knows. But I'm glad you're on the show, Anna. And oh my God, me too. So cute. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you, Tricky. I appreciate you. I'm yeah. I'm so glad we're friends now. Me too. All right. Well, have a great weekend. Yeah. Guys. All right. You too. See you soon. Yeah. Bye. See you very soon. Maybe. Um.
Yes, I cannot believe it's been two years. I really did think about quitting every day for about four months because yeah. um, it was uh, bad. It was really, really bad. And actually, my f- <laughs> my first major meltdown, um, none other than Blitz was there for me. Mm-hmm. As I, uh, I was very upset. This was after a Seth ordeal. Um, I thought I was going to get fired. And um, I was just sitting on my couch uh, crying. <laughs> and you messaged me and you're like, is everything okay? And I think I ignored it for like an hour. And yeah, then I was just like, um, no, it's not. And then you're like, can you talk on the phone? And I go, no, I don't want to cry to you. And you probably don't want to listen to me cry. So let's just stop it here. And you're like, no, it's just going to be for like five minutes. And if you want to say goodbye. Like, yeah, if you want to hang up, just hang up. Yeah, I don't care. that's okay. I'm like, all right. So you call and I was really upset. Well, we were... I wanted a part of it too is I wanted to say a few things that I didn't want in text. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, probably a good. Like, idea. I was like, look, I can say it and then say, oh, I never said that. Right, exactly. <laughs> Just like my father always taught me plausible deniability. Yeah, never, yeah. never put anything in writing. Yeah. And so I thought what was going to be a five or ten minute conversation ended up being like two hours or something. It was, yeah. And I remember it got to the point where I had to actually pick up uh, Reagan from the airport, and I was late because I was talking to you. Mm-hmm. And I felt so much better. After talking to you, I don't know. I probably wouldn't have quit because I didn't have another plan of action. But I, you made work a lot more tolerable the next day. Yeah. So thank you for that and for everything. I made you laugh. Yeah, you made me laugh. <laughs> I, I, I feel like if I thought about it enough, I can remember why. I know why. I'm trying to think that it was, it, you said something. Oh, I know why. Okay, yeah. I know why. Yeah, I knew if I thought about it just a little bit, I'd remember what it was. Um, I'm not going to say it out loud, of course, but thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, let's see. He's writing it down. Yeah, but let me see. At the bottom. Yes, yes, that's exactly what it, yes, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, so thank you for that. Very much appreciated. And um, thank you guys to listening and staying with me for believing. Man, many of you still don't believe in me, and that's okay. Many of you hate me, and that's okay. But as long as you're tuning in. Oh, sorry. I can see you. <laughs> as long as you're tuning in and, um, you know, you support the team overall, um, I can't be mad at that. So thank you very much. Blitz, thank you for everything. Hey, good All luck you on do. your drive home over the bridge. Christ almighty. Um, probably not going on the boat tomorrow, kids. I probably have co- I have COVID of the anus. Yeah. So um, anus. <laughs> yeah. it's, the, it's the A-N-U-S uh, variant. I don't know if you've heard of it. But um, you just start shitting erratically. You have no other symptoms but shit. So that's okay. But anyways, thank you guys for listening. Have a great weekend. Have a fantastic weekend, and we'll see you on Monday morning. Goodbye. Goodbye.